Hi, everyone. This is Greg White. I'm a partner here at Sway Ventures. We're a U.S.-based venture capital firm investing in early to mid-stage tech companies. Our charter is to invest in, first and foremost, high-performing teams that are building revolutionary technology uh, and, and really creating the next enterprise or consumer categories. Regarding our efforts with founders and, and leadership teams, we, we concentrate across really four distinct areas first being capital syndication, second, revenue generation, third, talent acquisition, and fourth, product and product strategies. And not necessarily in that order, given what the priority of the founder is that particular day. It's great to have Shelly Kapoor Collins with me today. Shelly is a, a recent addition to our partner ranks here at Sway Ventures. She's focused really across all of our investment products, but with particular interest within our retail and brand sector fund. Shelly, it's terrific to be with you today. Um, tell everyone a bit about your background. Hey, Greg, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. And, you know, I can't you know, say enough how excited I am to be to have joined Sway and this fantastic team, yourself included as a partner in retail and brands. I'm very excited about that. Um, just a bit about me. Uh, my background is um, I started my career as a programmer over 20 years ago. <laughs> Um, and you know went you know went on from corporate tech to political tech, and um, eventually came into venture capital, all using my technology background and degrees as the passport across these various um, industries. And in 2017, I basically took the work that I'd been doing for the last 20 plus years of investing, angel investing, uh, mentoring women, guiding women, and I founded the Shatter Fund, and I formalized it um, to invest in technology companies led and founded by female entrepreneurs. And after Shatter, I'm pretty excited to have the opportunity to come to Sway and do the same, but on a larger scale and with a better infrastructure. So thanks for having me. Oh, it's great. And you know, so you've been kind of an amazing advocate of female executives and founders really your entire career, and certainly within venture um, you and I got to know each other when um, via some uh, common interests in a nonprofit, and then we were chatting one evening, and it just was amazing that it felt like I'd known you for a decade. So, um, really, I think culturally, it's just such a great fit to have you here at Sway. Um, you know, Shatter Fund, of which you were uh, the founding general partner, is a clear example of what I said before about female executives and founders being really um, priority for you. Now that you're here at Sway, uh, we talked uh, about further galvanizing that approach. And, you know, we, we've done okay with that, I think, actually, across the industry. When you think about the ratio of, of say, male to female executives, the, the ratio of male to female founders across our portfolio and so forth. But we think that, you know, you being here now, your expertise, your network, uh, the learnings you've had over the last number of years are really going to help us further make that a habit part of what we do at Sway. So we're, we're thrilled you're here. A couple topics um, that we'll cover today. One, one in particular that you and I've spoken a lot about. As a matter of fact, the evening you and I first met a number of years back, this was one of the things we talked about. It was really the power and the ROI associated with female-led technology companies and the, the real data and the improved returns of same, really, um, when it comes to that. Can you talk about that a little bit and just share with our listeners? Oh, can I? <laughs> yes, I can talk about that for sure. So, you know, th thank you for that question, Greg. And let me just say that, you know, coming this way, a big part of um, partnering with Sway and, you know, having this amazing opportunity to build that next generation of early stage investing fund through our retail and brands focus, 
Um, what was a big draw for me was that diversity, like you just said, is such a critical part of this way organi organization already. You guys have done an amazing job. And now to have that opportunity to be a part of Sway, to help augment, influence, and drive that strategy further is really um, what, what hit a chord for me. And especially if we can together work to improve that male to female ratio across this venture asset class. I think that's pretty exciting. So with that backdrop, what I would tell you is that, you know, there is a clear link between diversity and innovation, which leads to greater returns. Um, investing in female entrepreneurs is a returns-driven opportunity. And the importance of investing in women today cannot be um, it cannot be overstated. Uh, it's not just the right thing to do. It's not just returns, but it is an investment that will literally, it will increase our global GDPs for generations to come. You know, by, you know, by the year 2028, it's expected that 75% of discretionary spending worldwide will be controlled by the female consumer. So if I look at that, you know, look at that, if I look at the fact that, you know, when there is a woman on the team and driving the product market value and the strategy of a company, um, the returns are 66% greater as compared to an all male, male oriented team. I think that it's pretty clear. Um, this is the, one of the most under um, undercapitalized, but biggest emerging markets of our time. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah, agree. You've you've talked a lot about something that you know gets some play out there, but I, I'd love it if you would spend some time, uh, you know, explaining this from your perspective. You call it male allyship, right? And this is relative to startups um, that are that are seeking venture capital and or, or what have you, female tech founders in general, and this idea of male allyship. Can you can you expand on that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so look, you know, yes, women. So let me take a step back, actually. So venture capital, um, the, the VC industry, of course, you know, has is known for being male dominated. It can tend to be insular. And if you look at why, if, you know, the, the history of venture capital is that it was the, some of the most storied firms in Silicon Valley were started by and led by, by male um, VCs. And so there's even a phenomenon for it. It's called homophily, where, you know, men tend to um, they give to each other, they raise from each other, they invest um, together, and that familiarity breeds connection, which is great, except that then there's not much room for emerging managers like myself or other diverse managers to come into the VC industry. Um, so with that, um, you know, when there is a woman, when there is a female partner um, in an investment decision-making role, a female entrepreneur is two and a half times more likely to get the capital that she needs. However, right, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg. <laughs> so we need more women to be partners, but how's that going to happen? So male allyship really is about men and women coming together to bring more women to elevated roles across the various asset classes in finance, right? Um, men working side by side with women to promote them into those decision-making roles where then they can go pay it forward and open the door for female entrepreneurs to give them the capital that they need. So really it's a systemic um, issue that needs to be resolved. And, you know, let's be clear about this. Um, I mean, it's a known fact that men still control a good part of the biggest checks that are written out there. So that's why having male allyship, having men um, be supportive of women as entrepreneurs or managers, frankly, Greg, like, you know, like you've been, you know, you've been so supportive of me and, and coming into Sway as a partner, a big part of that was 
meeting you and the rest of the team, the founding general partner, Brian Nugent. So all of this is an example of male allyship. Yeah, and I think it's it's we we just don't want to give this kind of uh, you know the short story. This is this is real. We believe it, and I think um, having you here is is uh, keeping us all down the right path. You know, part of that is also what you talked about in your first point about you know the the future of the buyer. And, and if we pivot a little bit here to retail and brands for a second, of which you're going to help us. Mm-hmm. Here its way, um, you know the the in, in the next number of years, this over preponderance of female buyers. So, when you think about retail and brands in particular, your perspectives on that would be terrific to hear. You know why retail and brands now, and and uh, and and why that's so important for you. Great, thank you. So, so to answer that, I'll just go back to Shatter Fund One first. So, Fund One was really what I call the first generation of funds. It was simply to get access to capital into the hands of the female entrepreneur, um, so that they could start companies. Maybe they could scale them, develop their MVP. Now, with and, and, and in Shatter One, I was really focused on family, family technology, lifestyle technology. You know. Um, innovations that bring efficiencies to the lives of the consumers so they can be more strategic and less tactical in their day-to-day and have their time back and have their, you know, have their, have their lives back. And so, you know, examples of that are, for example, Fitz Frames is one of the companies that we invested in and a few others um, that drive, that kind of live those values. Now, as we go forward here with retail and brands um, at Sway with that similar strategy, you know, why now? Simply because with the pandemic, we've seen 10 years of innovation accelerated into one, maybe even 10 months, right? That, that, that digitization of consumption has accelerated to the point where, you know, where retailers before could think about having online presence or some, you know, down the road, now it's table stakes. They, if they're not in, then they don't, they don't survive. So they have to be online, they have to innovate and technology has to be a part of a retailer, of retail and brands to be able to survive. Um, why consumer, you know, in a nutshell, digital platforms are going to create an even bigger opportunity. Um, and especially with female founders um, who have that domain expertise in various um, verticals, health tech, um, you know, we've talked about the various consumer models, Greg, as well. And then why females, you know, I think digital work platforms are growing fastest in service roles where women are well represented. And we have seen and believe that females can continue to lead since consumers will actively look to trusted online communities for support and opportunity. So I hope, I hope that that was a lot, but I hope it makes sense. No, it does. It does. And it's, it's, it's great to hear this. And of course we could talk about this, uh, for a while, but let me say this: it's been it's been great having you today, and, and it's equally fantastic to have you on the Sway Ventures team. Not only within our retail and brands team, of which we have a very diverse group, but but also really across all of Sway's investment products. And I think you're going to be a terrific influence for us. You know, if our founders and executives or any of our listeners today want to get in touch with you, how should they do that? Oh, great. Yes. I would love to hear from anyone who's interested in this space and they can contact me on LinkedIn, Shelly Kapoor Collins. They can also email me, Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y at swayvc.com. And yeah, always excited to make new connections. So sounds great. Yeah. Thanks again, Shelly, for today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me.